When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1,482 today. Let's talk Star Wars video games. We'll do a Jedi Fallen Order update and also talk about the project codenamed Ragtag. Punch it, Chewie. This is Bobby Roberts, formerly of full of Sith, and you are listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. So, Star Wars video gaming, the major Star Wars video game situations, there are really two big ones on the docket. One is the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order video game that was announced at E3 earlier this year, the big video gaming conference, and no news. (laughs) Unfortunately, no news about that. But some insight into the codenamed Ragtag Project that actually does shed a little bit of light in a way on Jedi Fallen Order, and I'll get to that in a moment. But let's talk about Ragtag. Ragtag was the project that was being developed by Visceral Games, which is a subunit of Electronic Arts, under a person named Amy Hennig. And Amy Hennig has a great reputation in the video game world for being a spectacular writer and storyteller. I'm saying she has a reputation for it because, honestly, I'm not a huge video game person in the sense that I don't have a lot of the background and detail on some of this stuff on the industry and that sort of thing. So this is just what I have gathered from my research on the subject. And so Amy Hennig, a very well-respected writer and storyteller in the video game world, was the head of developing this story for Visceral called Ragtag, or at least codenamed Ragtag, for a significant amount of time. And I guess there's a lot of stuff that happened inside EA, and Visceral Games was shut down in October of 2017. So Ragtag, which was supposed to be a scoundrel-focused game and a bit of a heist sort of situation, you could consider it Star Wars meets Ocean Eleven, and I know that we all said that about Solo, a Star Wars story, but I guess this is kind of a different animal. And based on a very neat article written on Kotaku, and I'll link to that in the show notes, this story was, by all accounts, very awesome and very incredible, but they just didn't have the resources to pull it off. Well, it turns out that one of the things that was mentioned in this story was that this was only going to be a single-player game and that EA had been interested in the whole you know, multiplayer experience, the online playing experience, and the fact that this game didn't have this component in it was a bit of a problem. And 
you know, it's kind of funny that that's the case because it's the exact mirror image of what happened with the original Star Wars Battlefront, which was the very first game that came out after the rebooting of the canon, after the closing of LucasArts as a video game company and everything moving over to Electronic Arts. Battlefront was the first Star Wars video game released after all of that. And although it was praised for the whole multiplayer online aspect of it, it was criticized for not having a single player story mode aspect to it. And then here on the other end of the spectrum, we have Amy Hennig's ragtag game having a single player situation, but no multiplayer online thing. And so apparently a lot of the assets that were developed for ragtag are being used to redo the game in a new fashion and to do it in a more open world live online type of gameplay situation. It would be a shame to find out that they were ditching the single player story element to it, especially considering the fact that you know, this was their learning experience from Battlefront, and Battlefront 2 has both the story mode and the multiplayer online experience situation. So, yeah, you would have to think that they're going to look at those assets and figure out, okay, well, how do we take this ragtag story, which apparently they have three terabytes of assets to work with and characters that were created that they intend to still use in some fashion or another. So, you know, you would hate to see that story get lost in the translation to making it a multiplayer online situation. And I don't think they're going to get rid of it. You know, my <laughs> slightly uninformed opinion as far as video game industry stuff goes, I just I don't see how based on the Battlefront and Battlefront 2 experience that they had, I don't see how they're going to ditch the single player story. But that being said, it now reflects on Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order because that, as currently described, is a single-player story happening in the Star Wars universe taking place just after the events of Order 66 and following a young Padawan trying to survive in this new galaxy. So definitely story-focused, but beyond that, well, does that mean that EA is going to do a single-player game and not have a multiplayer online element to it? Well, it seems unlikely. And, you know, the ragtag situation, it wasn't just that they were doing this story stuff. Apparently, there was a lot of development that had to be done with the game engine, and they didn't have the number of developers that they needed to make it happen. And why that's the case is you know, up for debate. But it seems like... The way that things ought to go with Star Wars video gaming and the things that EA probably learned from Battlefront is that they need both elements, both the single player and the multiplayer online element. So whereas we're supposed to see Jedi Fallen Order for the holiday 2019 season, this other one, this project formerly known as Ragtag, perhaps still known as Ragtag, well... Yeah, 2019 doesn't sound like a likely possibility. It sounds more like 2020 or beyond. But that being said, yeah, I know that's still quite a ways away, but it's rather exciting to know that this wealth of development on a Star Wars game that's already been done is not just going to sit on the shelf and fade away, that it's actually being used actively to create a new Star Wars game. And yeah, we're at least two and maybe even more, maybe three or more years out from it. But to know that they've got something cool in the works and that they're going to be using stuff that has already been described by insiders as being super awesome, well... 
I think that's really good news. And, you know, it's a shame that there had to be any sort of drama around it naturally. But if we're going to get something cool out of it in the end, well, hopefully the cost will not have been too high, both you know, physically, psychologically, emotionally, and all that stuff. And that's going to do it for our video game update. Stay tuned. I'm going to do Last Jedi Trivia with you after the break. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you're enjoying Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast, bringing you a daily dose of Star Wars joy for more than four years and 1,500 episodes now, I hope you'll consider putting a tip in the metaphorical tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7X7. You can show your support for as little as $1 per month, and if you do a little bit more, there's a little bit more fun for you, too. Again, that's P-A-T treon.com slash sw7x7 i thank you and star wars 7x7 thanks you too welcome back all right last time i asked you how many of the resistance capital ships survived the initial attack by the supremacy and its attendant first order starships and that is all of them if you like or you could say four or all four either way that'll work and today's question for you which ship is the first one of those resistance capital ships to be destroyed by the supremacy and that's going to do it for today's show thank you so much for listening as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get those droids working out on the South Ridge, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a power converter, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.